And let's go from that housing survey we were just discussing to the latest survey on work and how we're working and where we're working from. Because StatsCan reporting, as of May, only one in five of us, only one in five Canadians were still doing most of their work from home. And that, by the way, is a big drop from just January. January, more than 24% of us were still predominantly working from home. So what's happening? What's going on here? That's a welcome back to the show. Our good friend, Wayne Berger, workplace expert with International Workplace Group. Wayne joins us once again. Wayne, good afternoon. Great to talk to you as always. Good afternoon, Jeff. Great to be back on with you. All right. What are these latest numbers from StatsCan? I mean, you and I have spoken in the past about how the hybrid model was really kind of the way forward for most companies, most uh, workers. The fact that only one in five Canadians are still doing their work from home right now, predominantly. Uh, does that uh, kind of cancel that out? What, what's happening? What's going on here, do you think? That's a good, it's a great question, Jeff. And it's actually you got to get below the headline a little bit on this one. So what's interesting is if you look at the StatsCan numbers, only one in five Canadian workers are now working from home. But what they're saying is one in five or 20% is working exclusively from home. What they're not sharing are the numbers of Canadian workers that are working from home part of the day, from an office part of the day, maybe somewhere close to the home part of the day. That whole flexibility, that hybrid movement that continues to grow at an anticipate or at an accelerator rate that's driving a greater change in how and when people are working. So the numbers of Canadians working in a flexible way is actually on the rise uh, versus just being exclusive from, from home, which is 20%. And I think that number will actually continue to drop in terms of those individuals working uh, five days a week from home, probably drop down to anywhere from 10 to 15% because that's actually where the, the numbers of Canadians that want to work exclusively from home, it sits at around 11%. But where the driver, the key factor is the flexibility. People want flexibility still, and that number is kicking around 88%. All right. How are we defining hybrid work, by the way, Wayne, when we look at, uh, you know, if that's on the rise, it's a large uh, growing segment of the uh, workforce. Is that a couple of days a week in the office, a couple of days a month? Uh, how are we defining that? That's a really good question. So what we're seeing, so in, at International Workplace Group, we work with about 83% of the Fortune 500 companies who are trying to define what this new work style looks like. And what's interesting, Jeff, is there are so many different definitions. And the reason why is because companies and people are really trying to wade their way through all of this change that's taken place over the last couple of years. Now, if you ask me back in 2019, what was hybrid? It was clearly defined. It was people who worked for a minimum one day a week away from the traditional office. And that was about 50% of the global workforce, but that's completely changed now. So hybrid or flexibility can look like a couple of days to an in, in an office versus a few days working from somewhere other than an office. What's most common at this point, though, what we're seeing is companies that are moving to this more ubiquitous or purpose-driven model, which is giving their employees complete flexibility. So this is companies like Ubisoft, Shopify, Sun Life, Canada Life, Airbnb, LinkedIn. These are companies that have said, we want our employees to be able to work as productively and as flexibly as possible. That's going to help them drive great results. And that could be from a corporate office. That could be from home for part of the day, or that could be from somewhere close to their home or close to their, their team members. So hybrid is 
taking a number of different shapes. It could be, to your point earlier, maybe two days in an office, three days out. It could be one versus four, but, but hybrid is actually really becoming more a state of how you can best serve your employee base and your team members. And that is really moving to this real push towards complete flexibility, a purpose-driven work model where space doesn't always have to equate to exactly what people are trying to accomplish each day. They build their day and then they, then they work at a location that makes most sense so they can drive the best level productivity and the best level engagement. All right. Is one of the potential pitfalls here, downfalls, Wayne, is that we are setting up or, or building uh, tension into the workplace between employees who uh, don't want to go back. They don't want to go back to uh, the office. They don't want to go back to the way things were and those who are there in the office and now. And how best can companies sort of manage that? Yeah, it's a really good point because this is what we're seeing now. There's a there's a real level of contentious environment that's starting to build within companies that are trying to institute a flex, a flex model where they ask people to come in certain days of the week. What's happening is team members that are coming in for their prescribed days of the week are joining meetings. And in that meeting, half of their team member group may still be on a Zoom call or a Teams call. So they're asking themselves, well, why am I coming in to this physical location on this day when half my team doesn't have to, I could have saved my time and just frankly also my money that it cost to commute and to head into an office, et cetera. And I could have saved that valuable time and money and been able to work from somewhere uh, that's more remote or flex. So we're starting to see this come to a head between employees and employers really have to take the time to figure that out, to ensure that they're speaking with their employees, they're speaking with their team members and they have an environment in which people will have the ability to uh, to to work that that provides them the best way of working moving forward. So this this is coming. This is really starting to come to a head. All right. Just finally, I have to ask you because uh, somebody's just emailed listening in here. It says uh, love Wayne. Whenever he's on the show, he's so great, so informative. So can he inform me as to a why if hybrid work, if it really is a big and growing uh, sector. Why am I seeing so much more traffic and cars on the road, like on the Gardner Expressway in uh, Toronto right now? I, I'll tell you what, the day we figure out that answer, we <laughs> will, uh, I think we're going to be in great shape because I actually can't understand it either at times, believe me. <laughs> so there's no doubt we have to, that, that's the next mystery to solve, I promise. Yeah, that might be more of a, a gridlock thing and a city planning uh, item than it is a, a workplace one. But uh, I will say this, that I think uh, a lot of businesses, whether it's Toronto downtown or elsewhere, are happy to see at least uh, part of the workforce uh, returning because, uh, Wayne, that really is their livelihood. Well, you're exactly right. And what's interesting, if you look at downtown Toronto, for example, the football traffic is not returned to pre-pandemic levels. It's actually still around 40 to 50%. So what's interesting is, People are heading back downtown for the destination uh, elements they love, right? Um, but but they haven't quite head back to the office yet. And there's so many businesses that 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 um, that certainly um, that that are driven based on based on that type of office environment. But what's interesting now, Jeff, really quickly is is now that people are shifting where they work and where they live, it's actually creating these new micro economies in the suburbs, in smaller towns, where there are more people. Um, living and working, which are driving greater economies in those markets. So we're actually seeing the flip side of some of these suburban markets. 
All right, Wayne, really appreciate the time as always. Thank you so much for this. Very informative, and we will talk again. Thanks, Jeff. Talk soon. You bet. Wayne Berger is the workplace expert of International Workplace uh, Group. And we've got to get a break on The Jeff MacArthur Show. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. <laughs> and Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.